Hey, I'm Lauren. I'm Steph. And this is Design Beat. Hello, Lauren here, and you're listening to Design Beat, where we share the stories of creative women who dance to the beat of their own drum. We hope you come away uplifted, inspired, and encouraged to go for it. Today, we're talking with Sarah Meitler, traveling mural artist. Sarah was so awesome to take a break from her painting day at an Airbnb um, to have a little chat with us. She was painting at an amazing Airbnb in North Carolina. She actually turns her laptop and shows us the view out her window. I will post a video on Instagram so you guys can see that so you don't feel left out. (laughs) Sarah is an amazing artist. We were connected through the Harrington Center. We both had murals up there. And ever since then, I've been wanting to talk with her. She's one of those people who is just so humble but if you go check out her work on instagram at sarah meitler i'll link it in the show notes you will see how her work is so fun and colorful and she's really rad so in this interview we talk about all things getting started painting murals she tells us how she first started getting clients how she currently gets clients how she broke into the traveling muralist world some awesome tips on that uh we talk about insurance and whether you need insurance or not i had never thought about getting insurance before really awesome interview this is one of those where we just had fun chatting she's awesome um i didn't realize how young sarah was she's only 21 just for the awesome career she has i thought she was older uh which i can say because she thinks we are old just kidding you'll see what I'm talking about all right but before we get into the interview I wanted to remind you of our contract template we have on designbeatpodcast.com slash contract we have a really awesome contract template for designers I worked in collaboration with my lawyer Kirstie Lockmiller she drafted a very thorough contract which I would say for a contract is pretty easy to read Um, and the awesome thing is I'm always making updates to it so I've gotten feedback from designers and I've been just changing little things here and there and once you purchase the contract you always have access to the most recent version so you can just use your same link to download and you'll get the most recent version check it out If you're insecure about your current contract or you don't have a contract, I would definitely recommend this one. Designbeatpodcast.com slash contract for uh, 25% off. (laughs) 20% off. Shoot, hold on. 40% off. (laughs) Use code LOVETHEPODCAST for 40% off. I was even more generous than I remembered. Sorry, guys. My brain is still fried. We spent the week in Disneyland as a family last week. It was amazing. But I have three children and I am so tired. So I guess that's my excuse. One last item of business before we get started. Next week, we want to do, if we get enough submissions, we want to do a Halloween episode where we tell design 
horror stories. So email those to me at laurenpcoons at gmail.com or DM me at designbeatpodcast on Instagram. Stories like you stayed up all night working on a project and then lost the files or a website got hacked. Things that were an absolute nightmare at the time, but it's been long enough that you can laugh about it now. <laughs> all right, you guys. Here's Sarah. <laughs> I, I remember you were at the um, Harrington Center, right? Yes. I think I saw And you. I felt bad. I didn't get the chance to like talk to you. So I'm excited I can talk to you now. Yeah. 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 I, this is perfect. I think this is so fun. I've never done a podcast. So this is very oh, really. Yeah. I mean, I was like, sure. I mean, I don't know what kind of value I can bring, but sure. <laughs> like, why not? You totally have value you can bring. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear about your business and your murals and your process and everything sure so I'm excited yeah me too okay to begin should we do a little rapid fire oh gosh sure (laughs) they're just (laughs) like first thing that comes to your head just random questions all right that we like to start out with sure okay first one what snacks are you loving right now Oh gosh, I always have you ever heard of Takis? Oh yeah. Are they like spicy? Yeah. It's like a yes. horrible junk food. I love those. <laughs> I love those love junk food. Always, yeah, it's horrible, but I love Takis. It's like one of those gas station yeah. picks. Yeah, it's very hot. Very hot. Mm. Very good. <laughs> mm, nice. Beach or mountains? Probably mountains. Are you from Utah? I am. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. I've lived in Seattle and Houston, but that's it. Cool. Utah's home. Utah mountain girl. Utah mountain girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mountains in Utah. I'm in Utah, obviously, because I, I saw you, you yeah. at the Heritage Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Idaho, but. Oh, are you really? Utah. Yeah. My Rexburg. God. When did you move here? Um. We've been back and forth a few times <laughs> over the years. Most recently, we've been here for two years. Two years. And yeah. you and your husband moved? Yes, me and my husband. We have a few kids, but yeah. Okay. Favorite creative tool? Uh, paintbrush. <laughs> of course. That's the first thing that pops in my head. <laughs> Do you have a favorite paintbrush? Um, I get like the same paint brushes off Amazon. There, it's like eight bucks for four brushes. I'm like, they're great. Nice. And it's a good deal. So nice. How long does do paint brushes last? Like, how many times can you reuse them before you have to buy them again? Um, I guess it d- depends. Like how, like if you take good care of it. I so like in the beginning when I like first started doing murals, I I like threw it away the first time I used it. But now I'm like, okay, you can't do that. You got to. Don't leave it out. Yeah, don't leave it out. Wash it. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe a month or two. Nice. Yeah. But I usually just throw them away, which is not good. But (laughs) But sometimes the thought of cleaning a paintbrush after painting a mural. Right. You just want to be done. Yeah. It's like, what's the next one? (laughs) It's like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Last one. Do you have a favorite show? 
Oh, I don't. I really don't. I I really don't watch a lot of TV, but when I when I do, it's like a Netflix series, and then I just like binge watch it. Mm. Like I'm on. Have you heard of Manifest? Yes, you have I watched it. Did you? Yes, I think I watched it on TV. Did you? When it first came out, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what my mom did too. I didn't even know it was on TV, but it's on Netflix, so I'm just binge watching yeah. that right now. I watched it with my husband, and he kind of ruined it for me because he made fun of it. Did he? <laughs> just like at any time, something's too dramatic. He's like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, like you're ruining it. It's pretty dramatic. Yeah, it's, it's very dramatic, but it's, it's very good. good. It's intense. Oh yeah, it's good. Okay, let's dive in to your story. My story. So you paint murals full time. You're traveling now and painting murals. I am. That's amazing. So how did you get started painting murals? Like people ask me this, and it's it's like very weird. Like I really don't know. I honestly don't know. But yeah. I I like did a mural for my brother's business in Houston. And then people were like, whoa, what the heck? This is like kind of cool. And then I just kind of kept doing it. And then people were like, what do you charge? I'm like, oh, like you want to pay me? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's no crazy story. I I just kind of picked it up and then just like went all in. That's awesome. Do you remember the first mural you painted? Um, the first, Besides your brothers, I guess. Like, yeah, like the first couple ones I did, I I either did for free or for very cheap because I had no experience. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, yeah. so gosh, I'd have to look back. But I did a Dr. Seuss themed room. It was very cool. big, but I gave her a very good discount. But looking back, I'm like, gosh, I, I could have charged her like... 1500 because it's it's good it's like not bad but yeah. I charged her very cheap and yeah but that was probably the first one where it was a legit mural that's awesome the reason I asked is because I feel like it's a big undertaking to decide you're gonna start painting yeah. murals yeah yeah it's crazy I was well I was also working a job so I did that before I went, you know, all in, but yeah. Yeah. So were you painting professionally before doing murals or were murals your first like offering? Um, I was not doing anything professional. It was really just for fun. In Houston, actually, there's, there's this artist, his name is Doran, Doran Viner. He, he like, is from Russia, I think, and he travels all around the world. And I was like his assistant for like a week. Um, wow. It was, like, it was like this indoor playground. Okay, now it's, it's like coming back to me, like where I was doing girls. <laughs> I was like, okay, shoot. Here we go. But, but yeah, I, I worked for him and it was like very intense. He, he's like a, a very intense dude, but crazy good at murals. So I helped him for a week. I only got paid like 13 an hour, but it was, oh, like, well. it was my foot in the door. And I was like, this guy yeah. is like traveling around doing murals. I guess that's what kind of motivated me. I was like, oh, if you can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so That's such a great way to learn. Yeah. I mean, it was only it was only for a week, but 
I like asked him so many questions. <laughs> I was just nagging him the whole time, but yeah, it was, it was so get it get as much out of it as you can. Yeah, right. So, how did you connect with him? Um, I saw it was an ad on, I think Craigslist. I think that's what mm. it was on. Um, really? Yeah, I yeah, and I just sent him my work, which was only like three or four pictures that I've done and of paintings. Like, yeah, because I didn't know anything, so. Yeah, he's like, sure, come on by. Whoa. So you were were you like looking for jobs on Craigslist? No, no. I think you just happened to see it. Yeah, I think I just well no. Uh, that was so long ago thinking about it. <laughs> like how, why was I on there in the first place? Uh I think I so I was working for my brother at the time. And then I think I just needed some extra work, just some extra money. I don't remember. Mm. But I think that's what it was. That's so cool. Craigslist. Yeah. yeah, it's a little be careful. It's a little sketchy. <laughs> it used to be it used to be safer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sketchy, but Okay, Craigslist used to be different than it is now. And I feel like it's different where you are, like in the country, like different places use it more than others. I can see that. Yeah. What is <laughs> Craigslist, you know? We even used it more in Idaho than we did in Utah. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it turned out great for you. So would you say that's like what sparked your interest in wanting to paint murals professionally? Or had you already wanted that? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought what he was doing was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. And now you're doing it. Yeah. Which is weird. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you... You travel and paint murals. This is pretty recent that you started traveling, right? Very recent, yes. So how did you, like, break into that market? Um, I guess I, I just really want to start traveling. Um, I guess I was kind of stuck in Utah for a little bit. I'm like, what am I doing? I need to, because I've just always wanted to travel, like, just yeah. travel, like, a bunch. So, Yeah, I'm just kind of in the middle of like, okay, do I want to do this full time? Do I want to like just stay in Utah for a little bit or travel a little bit? So I'm kind of like deciding right now. But but yeah, I'm just kind of going to Airbnbs right now. It's it's fun. That's so fun. So how do people hear about you that own these Airbnbs? Yeah, so I I post a lot on Airbnb groups on Facebook. Mm. Um, I do a lot of like email pitching, but I get most of my work from Facebook. Really? Yeah. So you're in like Facebook groups for Airbnb owners to talk to each other. And do they like reach out and ask for muralists? Is that how it works? Um, so a lot of it, um, so people recommend me as well. Um, cool. So I guess it's also, you know, People hear from me from other people and they're like, oh, come do a mural for me, which it wasn't like that before, but it kind of is like that right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's Airbnb groups for each state. So I I reach out to each Airbnb group. Cool. Are you able to like promote yourself on there? Because I know a lot of groups, they don't let you. Yeah, promote. people can be a little stingy on there. Um yeah, just yesterday, a lady said, make sure you just limit it to, 
once a month. Yeah. Um, she's like, I didn't remove you because I like your work. And I was like, okay, thank you. Nice. But yeah, you just got to read the rules. But yeah. Yeah. I just talked to Pander last week, Phoebe and Roxy. Did you? And they were saying, yeah. And they were, they're huge on outreach. Yeah. Yeah. I they said they did like a thousand emails a week. Yep. It's insane. That blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually am learning like a buttload from them. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, they're so smart. So smart. They are. They have so many amazing resources. They really do. Yeah. That's so cool. I wouldn't think to go to Facebook groups for the specific states you want to go to. That's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I thought of that either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a great idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, So have you always been creative? Have you always been the type to want to be painting and designing? Um, So designing is new to me. Like I'm learning designing right now. Um, Cool. But kind of in my own way, I used to be big into photography. Um, Yeah, I guess creative as in just like starting little businesses. That's I guess that's kind of creative. Yeah, totally. But yeah, just photography. I used to be, yeah, love photography. And when did you start painting? Painting, um, it was probably two years ago. Two years ago. Cool. You just picked up a paintbrush and said, I'm going to paint now? That's pretty much what happened. (laughs) (laughs) And you never set it down. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. That's so cool. So walk us through for our mural painters out there. Would you mind walking us through like your process for how you create a mural, how you decide what you're going to paint and then how you, what method you use to install it and everything? Sure. Yeah. Um, So I first talked to the client, of course, like, do you have any ideas on what you want? And sometimes they just have it. They know exactly what they want. They have the picture. And sometimes they're like, no, like, I want you to, uh, like, send me some ideas. Um, So we come up with an idea together after the deposit is sent. Um, After that, I'll send, like, three to four designs in Procreate. Um, Once I do that, and they like it, sometimes I have Do you mock it up? Yeah, so, yeah. So they'll send a photo of the wall and then I'll I'll give them like an exact visual what it'll look like on the wall. And then once I do that and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, we just set a date and then I come down and yeah, that's it. Do you do the whole thing yourself? Do you ever have anyone come help or are you doing it like solo? Solo. Um, I did have a helping hand on a bowling alley that I did, but other than that, Solo. I want all the money. So yeah. <laughs> makes sense. That's awesome. yeah. Um, so what do you have like a projector for installing the mural? Yes, yeah. I will most of the time use a projector and then if not, I'll do the doodle grid method. I'm sure you guys are mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Cool. That's so awesome. Do you have a place that you would love to paint a mural in like your dream location oh gosh I am you know I am dying to go to 
Bali. That's like my bucket list to just go there, be there for a couple months. And then, yeah, I'm dying to go there. That would be so cool. What, what about you guys? Do you guys have a place you want to go? So many places. Right now, I am I really want to go to London. Ooh, that's cool. It's been on my mind. Why there? I don't know. My parents have traveled a bit, and out of everywhere they've been, that's like their favorite. Cool. So that's a big part of it, and just the photos are so beautiful. Yeah. I've never been to Europe, so. Me neither. It's on my bucket list. That'd be neat. Italy. What about you, Steph? Italy. You want to go to Italy? I want to go to all of Italy. Like, Mm. most people are like, you know, I want to go to the south. I want to go to the coast. I want to go to North Italy. You know, I just want to do all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see, like, the farms and the vineyards and the fashion and go to the coasts and, you know everything about it i've been studying uh the italian language for like oh, really? four years granted it's Whoa. like on and off like using apps like duolingo and Babbel and that kind of stuff so it's, mm-hmm. i'm not like fluent but i could probably get my you know make my way around the country if i needed to um so That's yeah so definitely cool. that food and fashion and yeah i i don't know and then of course you know you go to Italy, you go to Rome, and then you have all that cool stuff to get into, and and then Greece. So I don't know much. why. There's something in the air where, like, everyone is going to Greece right now. Really? Like, Mykonos <laughs> and Athens and, um, yeah, so anywhere over fine. there is fine with me. <laughs> that would be so fun. I hear that flight is, like, so long. Yeah. Isn't it like 20 hours, 25? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> the longest flight I've been on was like 12 hours. Oh. And we were asleep the whole time. So. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it worth it and maybe it wouldn't, but yeah. Oh, man. Cool. That would be so fun. Those are cool places. Yeah. So when you started out painting murals and you decided you wanted to do it professionally, what challenges did you run into um I you know I was very very careful when doing murals but earlier on I should have got insurance I had no issues but I Mm. remember I did spill a little paint on the carpet and I was like okay shoot I need to get some insurance to get that covered in case you know I spill a gallon of paint on the floor yeah um that's the first thing that pops in my head just getting insurance earlier on that is great advice that's one we haven't heard before really something i'd never thought of yeah i guess i'm just thinking more of the business side (laughs) which is usually how i think (laughs) yeah and that's what we want to know yeah that's great advice is it just like business insurance um i got i looked a little bit into it and everyone has their opinion on it Mm-hmm. Um, I, I chose to get liability insurance. Okay. Yeah. It's nothing fancy just in case something happens with the paint in a home or Airbnb or anywhere. Yeah. Were you able to get the paint out that you spilled? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It, it was little, but it was enough for them to notice. So I was, I was scrubbing away. <laughs> 
Nice. It was it Rachel Jackson from Banyan Bridges. She like hardly ever uses a drop cloth or something like that. Like when she's working on her own murals. Is that right? And she's just like, oh, I just have a method. She just like takes water and like dumps it on the carpet and then just like cleans it up. That like blows my mind every time. That gives me anxiety. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If I had a home, I would be like, what are you doing? (laughs) I know. Jeez. That's crazy. I remember when I was doing photography. Okay, so there was this girl. I can't remember who it was, but she wasn't insured. And, like, her only way of doing work and getting money at the time was doing photography. And she left all of her gear in the car, and it, like, all got stolen. Oh, no. And she was like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is how I work. This is how I do my job. I don't have money to buy new gear. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, 100%. When I open a business, I am 100% getting insurance. So when I got it, I got, it was liability and like, mm, yeah, so liability and theft and like replacement. So like in a few years, you could actually like have your insurance help you get a replacement for your gear in case it like goes out of, Mm. you know, anything like that. Like it it like goes towards replacing your gear. And then- um taking it overseas so technically when people buy a policy it like only applies to where the business is so for me it was a home-based business and it only would have applied within the walls of like my house pretty much because that's where the business was so I also got insurance that covered when I walked out my front door and also when I went overseas or like crossed like state borders or anything so that no matter where I was, no matter what I was doing, I had insurance that if anything happened, it would be replaced. And that was like the biggest peace of mind. And I think it was only like for all of that, it was like $300 a month. And like that's a lot when you're starting a business is to pay that premium yeah. up front. But for the peace of mind it gave me, that was like worth everything. And like I had no problems like renting um studios or like meeting clients somewhere because I knew I was 100% covered and I think a lot of people I don't know maybe don't consider that mm-hmm. but 100% it is one of those things that I feel is important if you're going to be in a business where you're in someone else's home and you are traveling around with your stuff <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if that's how other people feel but that's yeah when you get a business you get your license you register with the state and then you get insurance. So do you think for people who like me asking for a friend, uh, (laughs) do you think for people who just work from home on a laptop and an iPad, do you think I would need insurance if I'm not like going to places working and I don't have a lot of equipment that I'm taking with me? I don't know. I mean, I guess that's more of a personal choice because you're not – you basically would have to cover the expenses yourself. Like if your iPad broke, Mm -hmm. you could pay for it and then you could use that as a deduction on your business taxes, right? Yeah. But you would have to cover those expenses yourself. If you had insurance Mm -hmm. and like your laptop failed, like my laptop is like on its last legs right now. I currently don't have that type of insurance because I just stopped getting that insurance when I wasn't going to people's homes anymore. But if this laptop mm-hmm. goes out, it's all on me versus if I had insurance mm-hmm. and I paid $300 this year to have this insurance, 
if my laptop died, they'd pay me to get a new one. And I spent $300 instead of spending $2,000. It's $300 a year? Mm-hmm. I thought you said $300 a month. No, it's $300 a year. Did I say $300 a month? I was like, okay. No. I, you probably said year, but in my mind, I was thinking month. I was like, yeah, I think, no, no, no. I, think I could find a better deal on a laptop. $300 a year. I'm so sorry if I said month. Yeah. $300 no, I a year. A yearly <laughs> premium every year up front, and that covers your entire year. Well, then you're just paying 300 instead of, mm-hmm. yeah. And that covers everything. So I could pay 300 and if my laptop died, it would help me pay for it. If my la- if my iPad also died, it would also help me pay for that. So like, Sarah, if you were out painting and you had like all your paintbrushes and all the paint, but you also had like your iPad and you had all this stuff and it was in your car and then it got stolen. Like, I'm not sure if liability covers that. I don't think it does, but I don't know. So, you- <laughs> so your Sarah is mostly if you like damage the house mm-hmm. that you're working in so they can't make yeah. you pay for it. Yeah. Like you do have to pay for it. The insurance will pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also, yeah, pretty much just any kind okay. of damage. But like, That's I don't cool. even have that. Like, if I went to a client's house, like, I have a friend who was like, you should come over and help me paint like my shed. And I'm like, okay. But also, I don't have any insurance. So I'm like, okay, this is on you. Like, just yeah. letting you know. If yeah. it happens, it's all you. That would never cross my mind. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Little did you know this would turn into a talk about business insurance. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are wondering this stuff, though, so this is good. It's just not something that you think about. So what is that called? It's called theft insurance? What is that called? I've never heard of it. Yeah. I'm not sure. They put the policy together, and I was like, yeah, I'm a home-based business. I do, like, photography and design, and I want to make sure that I'm covered because I do travel for work, and I'll be going – like, when I got it, I was actually going overseas for a few months to live in Scotland. So it was like, I really need something that's going to cover me. So they put it together, and then I just renewed it every year just because we would travel. Like, my husband took – um, some of my gear and he was technically a part of my business he took some of the gear and went to like japan for a couple of weeks and it was all covered so cool cool in case it got stolen. yeah i think it was just theft but that might be overkill you know maybe you don't need theft overseas maybe you just need you know something simple yeah <laughs> i think anyone can help you with that i think we went through all state but cool. I think anyone you talk to will have a small business insurance. We've got all degrees of coverage in this conversation. Yes. No coverage. Steph's got everything covered. Not anymore. Sarah's got, <laughs> got what she needs covered. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Good yeah, to know. I didn't know that either. So learn something new. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I have anxiety, so I'm not going to, (laughs) like, hide that. A lot of people don't need that, but I was like, I'm getting it, you know? Just so (laughs) I, like, it wasn't an issue for me. It was just, I paid the money, figured out. So I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah, it's very smart. Okay. So walk us through, Sarah. What would your ideal day on the job look like? Um, ideal day would be, honestly, I love the job I'm doing right now. If I could do this all the time, I would be so happy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I love just 
it's kind of messed up to say it, but like I love just working by myself. Like I could put my headphones in for like 10 hours and I'm just like content and I'm and I'm happy just listening to music or podcasts. But if I could just be in a really cool location, um, really big house or Airbnb and just painting away, I would love that. That's so cool. I wish you're living your dream. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Let me show you guys. Check this out. This is insane. So can you see the lake? Is it too bright? Very bright. Go closer. I can't see it. All I see is like the sunshine. Let me show you because this Airbnb, I'm like blown away by it. I'm already obsessed just because you said there's a lake out there. Oh, it's she's in North Carolina by the way. So insane. I heard it's beautiful out there. Okay. Can you see it now? (gasps) Oh my gosh. Insane, right? That is so pretty. Okay. For those listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish they could see us. What we're looking at here. Beautiful lake view (laughs) outside her window. You can like see the docks. Like you like look up and there's like docks. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there, like, on the dock every morning, every night. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, that, that's not just to, like, brag. That's just, like, to like I'm mind blown by it, too. I'm like, what? Wow. I'm here. This is crazy. That's so cool. That's so cool that you're literally, like, living your dream, your business dream. You're doing it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's possible, you guys. It's so you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you could travel and paint murals so if someone listening to this is like this is exactly what i want to do like i want to wake up and look out at a lake i want to work and paint and get paid to do this what would you say to someone like advice or any words of wisdom or anything if they asked you um i would say be patient i i thought i was gonna get this business going like a lot quicker I mean, I did get it kind of quick, but I get a little impatient. So me too. Yeah, I guess I would say be patient. Um, yeah, patience. I guess patience is key, and keep at it. Just keep, keep working. Be consistent. Do you ever do personal creative projects in the style of murals you would want to paint for a client? Gosh, I've I've really been wanting to. I. I, I'm hoping to go to Oregon and collaborate with this portrait artist. I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name's Kayla Carlisle Art. I don't think I've heard of her. She's, she does amazing portraits. She does them in like 45 minutes, huge portrait paintings. So I'm hoping Whoa. to collaborate with her on a business in Oregon. If not, uh, we'll see. But I'm not sure. But I would love to do that. Some kind of portrait in my style as a mural would be really fun and you do mostly portrait murals right I don't I don't I do oh, really yeah I mostly do um it's very random like logos landscapes um yeah very random like I did a bowling alley barbershops very random so are portraits what you want to do more of I mean actually probably not <laughs> Probably not, actually. Sorry. No, probably not. Because portraits, it's it's like a very specific style. And I feel like a very specific business would want it. Yeah. Um, So no, probably not. Do you have a very distinct portrait style? That's why I asked. 
Yeah, I do those more just for fun because a lot of times I don't get to be creative with my kind of style with murals. So sometimes it's just like, okay, give me a canvas. I want to do something on my own. Control over it. Yeah, yeah. There is a wall, like an alley in Idaho. I think it's Boise, Idaho, where you basically are given a section of the wall. You do a mural on it that's like in your style. And you put your information on it so that people can walk through this alley. They can see different muralists and different artists. And then they can contact that artist if they want a mural. I feel like that's something that that you should do. We need that. (laughs) Yeah. We need that in Utah. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, I guess we have like downtown and Provo and stuff. Like people have, you know, their handles or something on their mural. There are a lot of kind of works like that, but not really. Like that's the sole purpose of this little alley in Idaho. And I guess that was a few years ago. It would be cool to go through and it would be cool to go through and choose. Oh, I like that style. I want that in my business. Yeah, they really should. Because a lot of people, they don't know where to find mural artists here Mm -hmm. in Utah. They're like, where do we go? That would be really neat. Yeah, so you should do That's that. So you ever cool. find yourself in Idaho, see if you can't get something yeah, convince over there. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, speaking of, did you do crispy cones? I did. I'm here for crispy cones. I did. I'm obsessed yeah. with crispy cones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were just there over the weekend. We went to visit. Oh, awesome. Every time we go, I have to get it, and everyone makes fun of me because I'm I'm like, okay, so when are we uh, getting crispy cones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw that on your website, though. Yeah. I'm so, oh, I'm so bummed. I wanted to have one of their ice cream cones, but they weren't open. So I was so, oh, so bummed. But they're so good. Yeah. So it's just like an ice cream shop? It's a, uh, it's like a pastry. They have these cone-shaped pastries, um, like sugar-dusted. And then they fill it with either ice cream or fruit. And then they just put all these amazing toppings like Nutella or cookie butter and then whatever candy you choose. And it's it's so good. It sounds really good. Is it in Idaho? It's in Rexburg. Oh my and they're opening another one in Logan. Yes. Well, it is It is open. So oh, is it open? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Nine beat field trip. We're gonna have a oh, party crispy cone. Logan's not too far. Oh, <laughs> I do want to go yeah. down there soon. I do want. We to should go. have them cater a design beat party. There you go. <laughs> they should. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It looks so good. Like their marketing, they make it look like you're just drooling through your phone. It's so good. Mm, it's so good. That's like have, um, Normal Club. There's, you know, that ice cream shop in Sugar House. It's called Normal Club. Oh, I've, I've never heard, heard of, of it. it. Very creative, but that's how I feel about Normal Club because they're marketing and advertising, and it's so good. Uh-huh. So I, I can, I feel that way, and I'm glad you feel that way for Krispy Kreme because that means mm-hmm. that I'll also like it a lot. Yeah. Clint was just making fun <laughs> of me because I like fill out a punch card every time we go (laughs) yeah there's only five on a punch card and I go with a group so it's not like I eat five but (laughs) I make everyone come with me it's so good okay I'm hungry I haven't had lunch (laughs) 
<laughs> you gotta eat. You gotta eat. Oh man. Okay. I think one thing we like to ask is what do you do if you feel like imposter syndrome or you feel like stuck or you feel anything like that? Did you already ask that question? No. Oh, there's this Boston. I was waiting in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> is that your kid? Um, yeah, I've got three. One is taking a nap next to me and the other one is chilling. Has he yeah. been there this whole time? Show you? Here. Oh, my He's gosh. Just- just sleeping. Just sleeping. <laughs> this is great. You guys are like mom 101. This is like <laughs> mom goals right here. No, no, really, though. Wait, how many kids do you have, Lauren? Don't you have like. I have three. Jeez. So oh. I have my older boys in school, and then I have a two year old who's napping right now. Man, good for you guys. <laughs> Can I ask how, how old you guys are? I'm I'm just curious. I just turned 20. I'm 20. I'm 28. I almost said 27. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! You guys don't look or seem that old at all. Oh good. <laughs> I don't. That's insane. Like I don't. Last year of my 20s here, I feel very old. I don't even like want to like start on TikTok because I'm like, I'm so <laughs> old. TikTok is scary. <laughs> I'm so scared of TikTok. Yeah, it's a whole new level. That's so good. You guys look so young. Thanks. How old are you? How old do I look? I would say like. Well, since you think we're old. Yeah. (laughs) How old are you? I should have said you guys look old. (laughs) Um. No, I'm I'm 21. 21. Okay. That was close. That's That's awesome. awesome. I wish I was doing Look at how much you've done at a 21 year old. You know, <laughs> Look, <at you> go. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, but good for you guys. That's very impressive. Oh, yes. Steph, you had a question. Oh, no, yeah. no. I was just going to ask. We just like to ask everyone what do you do when you're feeling stuck or you feel like imposter syndrome or, um, you know, kind of those roadblocks that I feel like creatives often come across? What do you do? Yeah, I guess. I really like most of the time I really just like force myself like most of the murals I do do I'm not like passionate about that's kind of messed up to say but no I'm not crazy passionate about it um I just like zone out to music it's really what I do just get in the zone yeah yeah I don't I kind of just force myself to do it I guess I just think in the long run just the long run. I just think of that. Um, mm-hmm. And then because I guess the bigger picture. Yeah, the bigger picture, and that just gets me going. Awesome. This was a great first podcast interview. Yeah. You did a great job. Yeah, this will be good because <laughs> I really don't show my self or my voice on social media. So this is great. It's a great way for people to get to know you. Yeah, they're like, oh, she's even more awkward. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Before we wrap up, do you have any projects you're excited about right now? Oh, um, oh, I'm very excited. I'm heading to Portland in a month, so I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I guess I'm just excited to go back to Oregon. Haven't been there in like a year and a half to just go explore. 
and of paint paint too but I'm it's excited. so pretty right now oh yeah oh my I'm sure yeah that's so fun do you have do you have like a is that the what you were telling about us about with the portrait artist or is it a different project uh it's a different one I'm doing a landscape of we're kind of like in the middle of designs but we're doing a landscape of like haystack rock or just a landscape on the coast so it should be fun that'll be really pretty that'll be amazing yeah Yeah. hopefully can't wait to see it yeah thank you okay sarah is there anything you want to share plug where can we find you on social media um instagram my name sarah meitler or my website, sarahannsart.com. That's it. Or Facebook. Or LinkedIn. Awesome. Or Snapchat. <laughs> Just <laughs> all <like>. of it. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking yeah, the time. Thank you. Out of, thanks for taking the time off painting to talk to us. No, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to once again beg you for a review. If you've been enjoying the podcast and you haven't written a review yet, we got a whole bunch of reviews. Well, we got like 30 reviews when we first started, which I thought was awesome, but we haven't had any more for months. So if you haven't written one yet, it is super helpful for us. It helps people find the podcast and gives us you know, that delicious validation we need to keep going. It also is so amazing when you take a screenshot and share that you're loving the podcast on Instagram and tag us. To stay up to date on all things Design Beat, you can follow us on Instagram at Design Beat Podcast or visit us at designbeatpodcast.com and join our mailing list there. Talk to you next week.